0: All right, so we're going live thank you ladies Nina Sandra Sarah for joining me today and we're gonna be talking today on dish the diet and face the feelings about you're the boss taking responsibility for our well-being for how we're feeling how we're responding and reacting to whatever life is throwing our way so Summertime for you guys, that I know. Um, actually, wet season for me here, but you know, that's all good too. Um, how are you stepping up to being the boss and taking responsibility in your life? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Um, how are you expressing that courageously?
1: Hmm.
2: Well, I know for me, I'm just really paying attention to all of the decisions I'm making about my body and about my health and my wellness and what I put into my body. Um, And not to say that it's going perfectly at all, but I'm so much more aware of when I'm making a choice that I know doesn't benefit me health-wise Um, so much more aware of it than I used to be so to me that's part of Mm -hmm. you know being the boss the boss of me and even though occasionally so like I was with my son and daughter-in-law the other day and they're crazy about vegan donuts and I'm not much into donuts at all but we were in a place where they had some amazing ones. It's like, just not my thing. And and I was like, I'm going to participate. I'm going to try this donut and enjoy it. So health-wise, was it a good choice for me? No. But it was part of the experience and part of sharing in something that they love. And so I was the boss of me. I made a choice. I live with the consequences. So. It, did it kill you to eat it? It did not. <laughs> but I, I, I have to I have to say I mean I'm glad that you know I, I don't wake up every day and think, "Ooh, I'm going to go and find some donuts." So I'm glad that's not my thing, but you know, I've got I've got other vices yeah. that I could uh, be more <laughs> responsible about, be more in charge about.
1: So. Yeah, yeah I, I think I know mean, I
0: know, are- know for me
1: yeah, with the donuts, I wanted to say that it was a part of experience and the whole thing and the health is mental and social and physical well-being. So eating a donut in such setting is a healthy choice. But eating a donut when you are feeling stressed or sad to to shut up to and swallow those feelings and not feel them, that is not a healthy choice. So There is a place and time for everything, and it's all about balance. And that is where you were, really, the boss uh, as a really good example for being a boss, because those choices that we make, two people can make the same choice, like two people can eat an apple, one of them is going to eat it because they hate themselves and they restrict themselves and they are suffering and eating the apple, wishing it was a cheeseburger while other person is just gonna eat the apple because they feel like eating an apple so it's it's all about that mindset and how at peace we feel with our choices and that's when we feel at peace and happy with our choices that's the time when we are the boss of the of life
2: yeah great point great point and that is what i was feeling into when i was making that decision you know because it, 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 had I chosen to not have a donut, then I would have been basically standing on the sidelines of this sort of pop cultural event that they had going on together, you know? So yeah, it was more fun to participate in it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to experience that yeah. <laughs> donut. <laughs>
0: I know for me this week, um, I was over at Lynn's, a friend of mine who's really great at health food and all sorts of stuff. And so she gave me some, I think it's called natto, which is fermented soybeans, as well as giving me some fermented beet juice, all for my, my probiotics and all of that. And she was like, okay, I want you to take this much of this and this much of that. Well, I came home and I looked at how much she'd recommended and I was like, you know what? That just does not feel right in my body. I'm not gonna take that much in probiotics in one go because I'm not sure if, if, if my intestines will handle it. So I took about half of what she suggested and sure enough, by the next day, it was a rumbling. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's still, for my body, still too much. Yeah. Uh, And so that doesn't mean I stop taking it, which is what I would have done historically. I'm just, instead of taking, you know, the shot glass full, I'm taking a third of a shot glass full. Mm -hmm. Instead of eating the whole thing of natto, I'm eating a tablespoon of it. Yeah, And it's just that taking responsibility of, I need to build this up slowly. This is not a, a sprint. It's a marathon.
2: Yeah, and health is, is really not a one-size-fits-all. And, you know, it's like, there can be broad recommendations for what might be good for the human body. But we've got this bio-individuality where what might feel good in your body might be poison for my body. And so we really do have to listen and be responsible to our own body, to our own messages, um, and literally be the boss of what we put in our body, what we do to our body, you know, how we move our body. It's It's all so, it's as unique and individual as each one of us are.
3: Well, isn't there a saying that the dose makes the poison? So what's poison for you may be awesome for the rest of us.
1: Oh, Oh, absolutely. And and really,
3: in all honesty, if we look at that saying, the dose makes the poison, you can go out and have that donut or you can have that soda if that makes you feel good. But it might only be a quarter of that donut or Mm -hmm. an ounce and a Mm -hmm. half of the soda. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, that's enough. I can't have any more. It doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all individuals. Yeah.
0: And I think that's the beauty of total choice is that when you step into total choice, it is, I have total freedom to choose to or not to eat drink do exercise whatever kind of movement i'm choosing it is a hundred percent my choice but the consequences of that choice are also a hundred percent mine
2: exactly and
0: we kind of (laughs) talked about this last week when we talked about you know procrastination and wanting to leave everything to the last minute the same way we leave our health till the last minute. And unfortunately with health, it's not something you can leave to the last minute. You can't wait till your heart starts to fail in order to, well, now I'm going to take care of my heart health.
2: (laughs) Even though that's what most Um, people do. (laughs) Right. They get the, the, uh, well, ex- the scary yeah. rude awakening and think, oh God, now I have to now I have to start, <laughs> you know, running marathons just to catch up to my health. This
3: this is right. something something that's found quite common in diabetics. Uh when they're oh, first absolutely. diagnosed. Yes. When they're first diagnosed, right? It's like yeah. oh shit, now I gotta change everything. No. You can't change everything because you didn't look after it prior to doesn't mean to say that you can't stall the results but the disease is already established yeah. and it's taken years to get to that point before they're diagnosed as a diabetic which is a lot of right. people don't understand it's usually 10 to yeah 12 but the diagnosis
0: years. Simply, you've reached X point in That's the right. points. It's not that yes. you're within, oh, this is your healthy range. And the moment you're above that healthy range, you're diabetic. No, this is your healthy range. And you've gone high enough above and out of that range that now you're considered to be a diabetic. And and so we're living these lives, I, I would say, you know, out of moderation, not considering responsibility.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you should just get a little toy plane to, just so we can yeah, see yeah,
0: the- just a tiny little, tall, oh, yeah, okay, I'll get a little plane <laughs> uh,
2: But the interesting thing about, you know, let's take diabetes. And there are several different types of diabetes and type 2 diabetes. You can reverse that absolutely slowly through. And my diet. dad did.
0: Yeah, my, my mom and dad did for dad. dad. Dad was diagnosed type 2 diabetic, and mom got him back down to 50, you know. Um, and the doctors were like, How did you do that? And she's like, Oh, made him eat from the back garden again, like we used exactly. to
3: like humans are meant to yeah Yeah. you can you can reverse type one too even if you're on the insulin you can still reverse it it's just a a different avenue and it's really looking at what are you putting into your body um it does mean no more processed foods yeah doesn't yes. mean uh really watching that sugar
2: mm-hmm.
3: and sugar comes yeah. in everything mm-hmm. right yeah. so it's it's and it is it's eating from the farmer's food stand rather than from the grocery
2: yeah. store yeah. but
0: it can be I'm done i'm getting a lot of feedback
2: from somebody i'm not sure who that's from. I think it's your microphone on your necklace. Oh, Zandra. Sandra. Oh, okay. 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 Again. Sorry.
0: Like, I'm, getting, I'm getting a lot of feedback of a lot of sound of movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but definitely, you know, it's that acceptance of okay, you know, every choice I'm making, and I think that that's where we're running into the the. I mean, like, even for me, like I, I've just recently been doing some blog posts on burnout and that kind of thing. And at least for me, burnout, burnout was not something that happened overnight. Burnout happened over five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a series of individual events, none of which on their own was enough to knock me off stride. Right. Yeah,
2: so cumulative you know, effect.
0: Exactly. You know, and, and, you know, some of the scientific studies look at mice. If you want to put, get mice into a state of burnout, you don't give them a huge amount of stress. You actually, in order to put mice into burnout, you give them a low, a constant low stress situation. They don't burn out when they're in a high-stress situation. They burn out when they're in a chronic, low-stress situation. And there's a lot we can learn from that about how we're living our lifestyle health-wise and the choices we're making with our
1: well-being. Exactly. I think that is that's the beauty of taking responsibility as it is of intuitive eating when you take responsibility and you know that it's not one choice that makes a big difference it's the constantly what you are doing all the time and that's one of the things that is wrong with the diets people think that they need to follow it hundred percent and then they smell a piece of cake and oh now I ruined it now I may just eat the entire thing and everything else I can put my hands on and that is that is that black or white thinking why the, the truth is that we need to stick to the gray area because that's where life happens it's all those choices together now, there is not one meal that can ruin you or fix you and there is not one choice of anything it's all about how we feel about those choices and what we constantly choose
0: yes yeah i mean like if you if you came to my house you would find in my fridge that there is always some sort of chocolate guaranteed now i don't spend all day every day eating chocolate But I also don't say I'm not allowed any. Exactly. I'm always allowed chocolate. There. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Okay. But what I do do, yeah, when I sit down to eat it is, one, what am I eating this for? If I'm eating because, oh, my goodness, I'm hungry. Well, really, is this going to fill me? Really, this, this is my choice because I'm hungry. Okay. And so it's not what I'll, what I'll often do is, okay, actually, yes, I am hungry. So I'll grab a bite and nibble on that while I then get something to eat. Because actually, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I'm not hungry. Okay, so... What am I going to eat the chocolate for? What purpose is this chocolate serving me right now? What is it that I actually am looking for that I think chocolate's gonna give me? Yeah. And, I- and it's really getting in touch with, one, do I need comfort? And if so, is this really the right place to find comfort? Maybe I need a walk with the dog. Maybe I just need to sit down on the sofa and pet the cat. Maybe I need to give my daughter another hug. And so many times I find myself putting the chocolate back in the fridge and going and giving my daughter a hug and a kiss. Because really what I wanted was comfort.
2: Yeah.
0: And And if I'm looking for comfort and connection, she probably is too. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's awakening awakening to taking that responsibility. Um, And like Sarah says, no, it's not that no, you can't have
3: it. Of course you can. Yes. But face the feelings of it. Yeah. Acknowledge,
2: acknowledge.
3: Why? Why are you looking for That. that? What's going on in your life at this moment? What happened maybe two hours ago? Did you walk into the office and did somebody say, "Oh, you look yuck or whatever, right? And, And you just acknowledged it, but four hours down the line, that resurfaces again. So you're on your way home, you stop at Starbucks, you grab the cappuccino, you grab the bagel, you grab this, you grab that. And it's all because... You didn't say "oh," but that was said or that happened this morning,
0: and and that made me feel this way. And I think that yeah. the biggest thing is that we we do this. Well, I shouldn't feel that way.
3: Oh, that's and typical so, women,
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, like um, somebody said something, and I'm upset about it, but I shouldn't be upset. Yeah, and that shouldn't be so we, we we ignore we push down we swallow that feeling because i'm not supposed to be feeling it
1: yeah and and, then you you know, i often say it. that we
0: eat our feelings
1: yeah but the funny thing is that one way or another it comes back again so you are pushing it pushing it and In cases that you are pushing it down for a long time, it can manifest as a disease and that's the worst thing of all. And in the other case, you can be just pushing it down, pushing it and then explode and blame everyone and everything and have a huge drama over something you could have handled easily at that moment, but it was uncomfortable and you chose not to say anything.
0: Absolutely. I mean, like, as you both, well, as 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 Nina and Sarah know, we were just about to get started on here, and Little Miss Five decides to walk in, and it wasn't the first time, it wasn't the second time, it was the third time, and I was like, I've had enough. And then I was like, the moment I was through the door telling her, don't, it was like, wait a minute, this is not about her, this is about me. What does she need? what does she need right now that I haven't given her? And it was just acceptance. Just love me for 30 seconds before you go on that call. I just need a hug. So, you know, and, and it's just that recognition of, oh, that's what the need was. And it's easy to do for a five-year-old but are you doing it for yourself
2: Yeah, exactly it's so much harder to recognize those <laughs> patterns within ourselves you know and especially because we're adults so we're supposed to comport ourselves as mature individuals but there's always somebody in the neighborhood who causes drama or whatever. And it can just be that insidious, low level stress that it creates in your life that you're not even necessarily aware of, but it can cause you to choose the behavior of, you know, sitting down and eating all the chocolate or whatever, when really what happened was you really needed to go have a conversation with this person who and it could have been days ago, not even just hours, but it could have been days ago, that. but it can linger within you. And so you don't find your own comfort or whatever it is that you need in the moment and you, you know, supplement it with food instead. I mean, that's our most common thing, right, is the food um, to use that to, to treat everything, (laughs) which of course (laughs) becomes its own poison. But, um, yeah. So sometimes we're just not even aware that guy, you know what? I really needed a hug. And instead I was having this like low level, uh, anxiety or agitation around something that we're just not even aware of because, we're good at dealing with the big things that blow up right in our face. Right. Because you can't ignore them. It's like, okay, this has to be dealt with, but it's all the other little things where you just think, okay, I'm just going to go get busy and do some work or go and, you know, make something to eat or go and do something like that rather than deal with the discomfort of the actual feelings that you're having. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: uh, Steve, Steve's saying we should just eat the chocolate. It's so much easier. He's like, you know, just just eat the chocolate. chocolate. (laughs) And uh,
2: sometimes that's the perfect answer.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'll have to accept today for me. That is the perfect answer on the uh, uh, today. I'm going with that one. I need the magnesium. I need the potassium. Yep. Chocolate is the answer. Whatever the question is. I don't know what the question
2: is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And specifically with chocolate, that actually is a good question to ask your body. It's like, oh, I'm really hungry for chocolate. Okay. Am I lacking in magnesium? Is that what my body really needs? Because chocolate is such a great source for it. And right you know, that can be really common. I think my biggest trip is when I eat something salty, then I want something sweet after it. So I'm actually hungry. Is that
0: a comfort food or is that a chemical response?
2: Yeah, that's a chemical response for sure. Yeah, because the trigger from having something, you know, salty and maybe that has oil in it, just triggers that desire inside for, you know, the the sweet to go with it.
1: But that also adds to the satisfaction factor of eating because if you skip it, you probably feel restricted and not okay with that. And yes. then you end up thinking about that chocolate and so on when you can just eat a small piece and right. be satisfied and move and, on with and-
0: the And so you go somewhere like McDonald's and they add extra salt to your fries Mm -hmm. so that you want the extra drink Mm -hmm. and you order the ice cream. It's that simple. It's just, it's just, let's, you know, it's, it's scientifically already known. There's, there's a reason for this.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And so, I mean, In in my house, you will find ice cream. And Isabella and I often, after a meal, we'll get a teaspoon each and we'll open the ice cream. We have a teaspoon each of ice cream. And the lid goes back on and we put it back in the fridge because it's not a whole thing of, oh, my God, I need to eat ice cream. It's, oh, I'd like a teaspoon of ice cream. Well, of course I can.
2: And that first teaspoon is the one that satisfies your taste buds. And every Right yeah. after that you're just trying to recreate that first amazing bite of it and it never lives up to it yeah. so if you it can just, never
0: exactly
2: if you can just really just enjoy and revel in oh yeah that one that first bite of whatever it is the ice cream the chocolate the cake yeah. or whatever and just love it and enjoy it but then just set your fork down or set your spoon down and let your body just you know assimilate that what you just took in and give it a minute and, 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 and you'll be over thinking, it.
0: And this is not about self control and willpower. I really want to emphasize that that's not what this is about. This is about just being in your body and being totally in touch with oh, this is what I'm desiring. This is what I want. This is what I'm hungry for. But really recognizing hunger for what it is yeah. and not. Oh, my God, I need to get to the bottom of the of, of the ice cream tub.
2: And it's about really learning to read and understand those messages from your body. And sometimes the signaling takes a little bit of time. And so it's, it's a, a shift in mindset so that you're not looking at it like I can only have one bite of ice cream. You're not thinking that, but it's just relearning that yes, my body really enjoys this first taste of something. and rather than just falling into the pattern of you know our our usual method of eating, which is you know the whole bowl, um, just giving your body new instructions to say, okay, let's just let's just take a moment and see how I feel in the next moment, rather than just following the normal pattern of whatever it is, two scoops of ice cream.
3: Approximately, approximately 20 minutes from your belly to your brain to acknowledge.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that you are full and full.
3: or, Or you've been satisfied with that bite.
1: Yeah, that's why we should, every time we eat, we should uh, take a time to eat and enjoy it and so on, so that we can experience those signals that the body sends that we are full and that we are satisfied and so on. Because if we are eating mindlessly while watching TV, it's much harder to, to know when you are full and then the bowl is empty and then you feel What did I just do? And you feel just so stuffed and it's not comfortable. And you didn't even enjoy that ice cream. So there is no win in that situation. Yeah. And if
2: you think about just like going back in time, before all of the convenience foods came onto the market, when families or people used to stop and sit at the table to eat And the meals took a long time, right? It wasn't to, you know, sit down and eat everything really fast in 10 minutes and then get back on to your life. No, the meal was an integrated social part of the day. And so just because of the, 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 slowly eating through a meal that gives your body time to send the appropriate signals so people didn't use to overeat everything because they took their time and you know it, it, engaging in 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 that social exchange that you can have when you're eating with somebody else um, makes a big difference and plus you're affected by the, the environment the, well, yeah, by the um, the biome of the people that you're eating with. So if you even if you're a, a total you know, health nut and all you eat is healthy, nutritious food, if you sit down next to somebody who eats nothing but junk food, what they have in their body is entering into your biome into your body just because of what they eat. So even that makes a difference. And it's just kind of crazy. But anyway, so what I, you know, the, the point I was making is just that if we can just slow down and just yeah. enjoy, you know, the, the actual meal and be present with it, it just makes a huge difference. Huge yeah,
1: exactly. And then when we start to practice just being present with our meals we can then move on and be present in every other aspect of our life because whatever we are talking about being mindful and present and being in the moment makes a huge difference to how we are feeling and how we are experiencing everyday situations so it's really important and the food is great great place to start because we all do it every day, there is no avoiding it, you can't just stop eating. So it's a really good opportunity and for a start, for example, for someone who is just used to eating mindlessly and getting to the bottom of the chips or chocolate or whatever, just start with one meal. You don't need to start now and, you know, make some big changes. and so. But start with one meal. Just ask yourself before you start, am I hungry? What's going on? Is this what I want to eat? How am I going to feel? Do I have a history of feeling like crap after eating this food? And what do I want to do about that? Do I want to eat it anyways? Is that what's going to make me feel at peace and happy with my choice? Or do I want to avoid it? And then just with that one meal, start and see and experience that food and so on. And what often happens when you start practicing those steps from intuitive eating, people who, who like, weren't allowed to eat certain food for years of ages because they were dieting and restricting, then they try it and eat it mindfully and find out uh, oh it's not such a big deal it doesn't really taste that good and exactly. that, that happened to me and I know a lot of other people who went through the same they were just like why did I even want this <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's not really that good and that's where where the really really good stuff of intuitive eating happens when you are at peace with whatever choice you make and that's I think that's how health is created, because you you will crave healthier foods after a while when you try all of the unhealthy ones that you weren't allowed to eat previously. And then you can be at peace mentally and socially. So in every aspect of health, you can be at peace with yourself. And that's the whole point.
2: Yeah. So even if today, you know, rather than saying, I'm going to change all the food that I eat to something more healthy, if all you did was just increase your awareness of what you're eating and how you're feeling about it as you're eating it, if that was the only thing that you did, that would start to create a shift in what your body tells you that it really wants.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah it makes a huge difference for me it was not only with eating but it was with smoking i was smoking for 11 years and i was my identity was i'm a passionate smoker and then i started thinking you know how do i feel when i smoke when do i want to smoke one year and then every time i would smoke i would have those million things why am i doing this This is not a good choice. It doesn't even feel that good. And out of nowhere, just after a few times that I did that mindfully, just me smoking right now, I was just done with it. So it really makes a huge difference with whatever you are eating and whatever other situation, maybe someone is drinking, you know, it works with everything when you are mindful and present at the moment. And when you ask yourself, why am I doing this? Do I need this? How do I feel about this choice? It just makes a huge difference. And then it's much easier to make choices that feel good to you because you love what you do, what you eat, what yeah. you choose. It, everything goes together. Yeah. And the same goes for exercise. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I think if you can take one thing <laughs> and really think about it is how we do our food, is how we do life. No. Yeah. So if we're constantly, let's just think about a diet, right? If we're constantly, I'm restricting, I'm depriving myself, then take that and look into the other areas of your life. You're doing that in every area of your life because how we do the Exactly. Food, what
0: areas are you restricting? Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. yeah
3: what are you really doing in your, the balance, your circle of life?
2: Mm -hmm.
3: And really tune into that. It's really important, I think.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And again, just first becoming aware, Aware. to pay attention, not trying to change it in any way, but first just start to listen to your own internal dialogue, your own internal messages and just, you'll be a little bit surprised, I think, like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize that every time I sit down to eat chips, I start thinking this way. Um, So that's kind of, to me, every time I start start thinking
0: this way, I sit down and eat chips. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ladies, as always, we are over time. I mean, you know, we're just flying past our 35 minutes. (laughs) so any final thoughts this conversation has gotten so interesting as as it's gone on um but any any final deep thoughts about you know that taking responsibility being the boss in your life in your health in your well-being um in 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 your connection to
1: your inner energy start with your next meal (laughs)
2: That would be a good. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, the diet does not start
1: tomorrow. Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, and like I was saying, just um, just take the first step toward awareness, and that is Mm -hmm. what is going to set you on the path to whatever it is that your optimal health and wellness goals are. um, Just increasing that awareness. One minute,
3: one hour, one day. Don't beat yourself up.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Thank you, ladies, so much. This has been absolutely wonderful. Guys, I hope you guys are really enjoying your summer. And Shweta, it is not too hot. It is perfect. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all righty, guys. Um, wonderful to see you all and talk to you again. Same time, same place next week. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye.
1: you.